Hi, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann podcast. So why Let's Talk? Well, the very thing I got in trouble for when I was young, I get to do now for real. So when I was young, I misused the gift of gab and got in lots of trouble, but now I get to use it to point others back to Jesus as I love to encourage my listeners in overcoming what we naturally see and live a life of heavenly perspective in Christ Jesus. So it's all about living a generous life that reveals gratefulness, shining the light of God, no matter the darkness, inspiring others to live a life worth talking about. So come on, let's grab a drink, have a seat, and let's talk with Teresa Ann. So on today's devotional that I've written, it's day 45 titled, Taking God at His Word. So I don't know about you, but I say this powerful phrase often, and sometimes if I'm not careful, I kind of use it as a cliche. And here it is, taking God at His Word. But what does that truly mean? What does taking someone at their word really mean to you? For me, I describe it like this. It's having this bold confidence in someone's integrity that when they say something, you know it's for sure done as though it's written in stone. In other words, it's having confidence and their integrity, knowing that even beyond what seems undone, I just know that it is so because of who said it. Even if someone or circumstances try to convince me differently, no question could cause doubt because the character of God precedes them. Well, the saying goes, as lately, I've been asking God certain things. However, when I asked, I would get this thought. It's my promise to you. It's yours for the receiving. Why are you asking? You guys, I was almost taken back by this as I thought, well, you're the one that told me to ask. (laughs) And in this dialogue, that is when he showed me something so powerful. I remember sitting in awe as I wondered what the heck I had just heard. Was it heresy? Was it really God speaking to my heart? Then even in that moment, I just knew I had to know what he meant. I wasn't going to speculate at as to what he was talking about. I had to know from him himself what I had just heard. And as I wondered, this thought came. The promises of God are yes and amen as revealed in 2 Corinthians 1.20. The promises are not to ever be a part of the asking. Here's why. Because it's yours from the Father for the receiving. It's taking me at my word. 
The asking and receiving takes place on decisions you are facing. Those decisions are to awaken you to face me and asking me what I want you to do. The asking includes me into every part of your life. It's not about asking if you can have something. It's about asking me to give you insight in an area of your life that you need revelation. Not just of revelation in that thing that you're asking about, but of who I am in the midst. In this revelatory thought, it caused a Selah moment, a seeming holy pause. Then I saw this sweet picture. Our children who live with us, when they come home, say from playing outside, they don't ever have to ask to come inside their own home. It's their home. They just have this respectful boldness to know they can freely walk in because they can. In this, it reminds me of God's faithful promises that are our armor and protection. As God's children, we can boldly walk to the throne room of grace so that we may do something. And that something is this, to receive grace and mercy to help us in our greatest time of need. It's time to simply receive from him. We need to finally take him at his word. Even though we are catching up to the unfolding promise that is already complete, we can't let the seemingly undone tell us that it hasn't happened. It has. But now it's up to us to just take God at his word. Now there's some scripture that you can reflect on with the Holy Spirit. And I love doing this before I open up the word. And I try to do this all the time, but sometimes I forget. But I just want to boldly say this to you. But before you open up the word, just ask the Holy Spirit to be the one who gives you his insight as you read. Because we don't want to read from our own jaded perspective. We want to read from his perspective as he's the author. So let's talk. How do you know what God's promises are to know that you can just take him at his word? Y'all, this is why reading the word of God is so imperative. Or what I would call God's living will book. Holy Spirit is the executor of God's living will. And it's up to us to receive what is ours so that we can reveal to others what is theirs from him as well. The receiving is more than just to say, hey, look what I got. It's for this. Look what I have. And look what you can have too. What are some things he's promised that you need to finally just receive from him? Is it your healing? Is it healing from past hurts? 
Is it restoration and reconciliation that is waiting at your doorstep to finally be received and welcomed in? Is it the forgiveness that you've needed to receive for yourself because you've walked in condemnation most of your entire life? Remember this, that the receiving is done by faith, knowing that it's yours from him. And no matter if you see it right away, your receiving from him is like an igniter to see the promise fulfilled. And sometimes it's in ways that is beyond our understanding. There's a great story that we just happened upon the other day as my daughter and I were venturing around our city. And as we went to this cute little local store, we walked out of the store and then we happened upon this great vendor fair. And as we're walking around, we run into this vendor who was selling these beautifully handcrafted cutting boards. And they were cutting boards that were made with different woods and we found out that these woods were from all over the world. So I started talking to this young man who was the actual guy who made all of this stuff. And on each of the cutting boards, there was this distinct symbol along with a name, Yehudi. And I said, I'm sorry, but I got to ask you, what does Yehudi mean? And he said, actually, it is my family's real last name on our Jewish side. During World War II, it was during um, the German invasion, our family changed the last name. And so in doing so, we ha- we lost that name. And so I actually, when I got older, I had heard stories about what had taken place. And so I wanted to restore the name. And so I did so by honoring that name with this business. And so I said, well, what does the name mean? And he says, well, in Hebrew, it actually means Jew. And in the biblical Hebraic translation, it means kingdom of Judah. And I was just like about to scream when he said this. I was like, this is absolutely amazing. And so I had to buy a cutting board. Well, in doing so, I asked him, you know, what the symbols meant. And he said, these circles represent the 12 tribes of Israel. And then the middle circle is God. And I was like, wow. I said, so you love Jesus. And he's like, I do love Jesus. And we started talking some more. And then when I left, I got in the car and I'm talking to my daughter and I just have tears rolling down my face. And I thought, you know, Tristan, here was a moment in time in history where this family probably wept over the fact that they had to give up their family name, their lineage. And they had no idea that generations later, God would bring forth someone from their lineage to restore their name. And It just reminded me of the moments in life when we take hold of God's promises and we may never see them in our lifetime, but it doesn't mean 
that the generations after us won't see them. They will. And so we must hold fast to the promise that whether you have children or not, whether you have a heritage of your own, that those you've poured into with God's promises, that your lineage that is his will be passed down from generation to generation. And that name Yehudi, every time I see that cutting board now, I think of the promises of God that I've taken a hold of. I've taken him at his word. And even if I may not see it right away, that I know that his promises are yes, and it's our job to just declare amen. I want to say thank you again for joining me on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, where I love to flip the script in this life. It's all about God's life-giving perspective. It's being able to overcome. It's recognizing the negative things of this world, yet getting to live a life that yet again overcomes evil with doing good. This is how we live a life worth talking about. I also want to thank you in advance for subscribing, sharing, liking, and commenting on my podcast and YouTube channel, as well as rating and reviewing Let's Talk with Teresa Ann via iTunes. Remember what this show is all about. Bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. And while